I'd like to read two verses before I get into the message. Jeremiah 32, verse 27. Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? The answer to that, of course, is no. It's not anything too hard for Him. Then verse 3 of chapter 33. Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. Those are two of my verses that I read quite often and claim them. But I was reading and studying. I left a, uh, what I call play on words or take words and uh, just get the meanings of them. And so I would like to take I will tonight, beginning in verse 37. Behold, I will gather them out of all countries, whether I have driven them in mine anger and in my fury and in great wrath, and I will bring them again unto this place, and I will cause them to dwell safely. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. And I will give them one heart and one way, that they may fear me forever, for the good of them and of their children after them, And I will make an everlasting covenant with them that I will not turn away from them to do them good, but I will put my fear in their hearts that they shall not depart from me. Yea, I will rejoice over them to do them good. And I will plant them in this land assuredly with my whole heart and my whole soul. For thus saith the Lord, like as I have brought all this great evil upon this people, so will I bring upon them all the good that I have promised them. And fields shall be bought in this land, whereof you say it is desolate without man or beast. It is given in the land of the Chaldeans. Men shall buy fields for money, and subscribe evidences, and seal them, and take witnesses in the land of Benjamin, and in places about Jerusalem, and in the cities of Judea, of Judah, and in the cities of the mountains, and in the cities of the valley, and in the cities of the south. For I will cause their captivity to return, saith the Lord. Pray with me, please. Heavenly Father, as we go through these I wills that we studied here in this chapter, help us to rejoice in each one of them, because you are the God that can do anything, and you are the God that told us ask and you will do mighty things for us bless us we pray now in Jesus' name amen as i was going through these wills verse 37 said behold i will gather them out of all countries where i have driven them in mine anger behold i will gather them this speaks of separation turn with me to ephesians chapter 2 for just a minute. i'd like to read a couple of places to tie in with this Ephesians chapter 2, and uh, look with me in verse 1. Ephesians chapter 2, and verse 1. And you had the quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins, wherein in time past you walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. Now turn with me to keep that in mind. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians for just a minute. 2 Corinthians chapter 6. 
Let's begin to read in verse 14. Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? And what concord hath Christ with Belial? Or what part hath he that believeth with an infidel? And what agreement hath the temple of God with idols? For ye are the temple of the living God. As God has said, I will dwell in them, and walk in them, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. Wherefore, come out from among them, and be ye separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, saith the Lord Almighty. This is separation. We are to be separate from the world, and also we are to be separated unto God our Father. Verse 37 again says, God is our Father, and we are no longer like the world then. So behold, I will gather them out, speaks of separation. Verse 37 again says, I will bring them in. This speaks of safety. John chapter 10 Verse 27 and 28. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they follow me. And I give them eternal life, and they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. Now notice, then nothing can happen to a child of God without God's permission, because he says nothing can separate us. Amen? That's safety. I am safe in the arms of God all the time. Amen? And so I will bring them in, speaks of safety. Then look at verse 38 with me, please. Verse 38 of Jeremiah chapter 32. And they shall be my people, and I will be their God. That speaks of assurance. In 1 John chapter 3 verse 1 says, Behold what manner of love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of God, Therefore the world knoweth us not, because it knew him not. It's a wonderful thing to know or to have the assurance that God loves us. Amen? Verse 39 now. Verse 39. And I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever, for the good of them and of their children after them. Verse 38 says, I will give them one heart. This speaks of unity. In John 17, turn over there just a second with me, in John chapter 17, and, and look at something with me real quick. John 17, verse 20, and verse 21. Neither pray I for these alone, but for them also which shall believe on me through thy word, their word that they all may be one, as thou, Father, art in me, and I in thee, that they also may be one in us, that the world may believe uh, that thou hast sent me. Uh, that I will give them one heart speaks of unity. It's a wonderful thing to have brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen? Uh, do you know the unsaved world out there don't care about you? But isn't it something that we got saved brothers and sisters that care for us? And I love that part where it's, this speaks that they give them one heart. A Christian that's really born again has the same heart as you and I have. And we love one another. And the Bible says that we can have brothers and sisters in Christ. And that speaks of unity. And let's go back, please. And now look at verse 40. 
uh, Jeremiah 32 and verse 40. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Notice now, I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Again, you take 2 Corinthians 6, verse 17 18. says, Come out from among them, be ye separate, Lord. Then verse, uh, Psalms 37 and verse 4. Delight thyself uh, uh, also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thy heart. God has made a covenant with his children that he will take care of sin. Do you know what I've learned over the years? As you go through the Christian life, living as you go, you don't realize what God is really doing for you over the years. And then you get on down, you get to the age that you're a mature Christian, you look back on it, and you realize how good God's been to you. And the Bible says that He'll give you the desires of your heart. Can you imagine that? A child of God can be blessed all through the Bible. God has made us a promise or a covenant. Everyone is is in Christ Jesus. Then God will take care of you uh, and satisfy our every need. The world can't do that. The world can't say that. The world don't have Jesus or God to take care of them. Uh, You ever heard people say, I'm a self-made man? What he means is he worked for his own car. He worked for his own house. He worked for his own clothes. He worked for everything he got. And he thinks he's something because he's self-made. I ain't self-made. God took care of me. Amen. And God gave me the health, and God gave me the job, and God gave me the, everything that I got, and I can look back on it, and I can truly say I'm safe in the Lord. Uh, verse 40 again, please, uh, if you would, please. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them, and I will not turn away from them to do them good, uh, but I will put my fear in their hearts that they shall not depart from me. This speaks of worship. Acts chapter 9 for just a second. Acts chapter 9. And look with me in verse 31. Acts 9 verse 31. Then had the churches rest throughout all Judea and Galilee and Samaria, and were edified, walking in the fear of the Lord, and in the comfort of the Holy Ghost were multiplied. Psalms 136. Back up from Jeremiah for just a second. Psalms 136. And I want to begin to read in verse 1. O give thanks unto the Lord, for He is good, for His mercy endureth forever. O give thanks unto the Lord of God, God the God of God, for His mercy endureth forever. O give thanks to the Lord of Lords, for his mercy endureth forever. To him who alone doeth great wonders, for his mercy endureth forever. To him that by wisdom uh, made the heavens, for his mercy endureth forever. You go all the way down through Psalms 136, you'll find this, God's mercy endureth forever. And when you look at what God has done for us, it causes us to worship him. Every time I get to thinking about this, God's mercy has been great to me, and I have to bow down my head and worship the Lord for His goodness to me and His mercy and His grace to me. And that causes me to worship Him. Then the fourth thing is found, if you'll turn back for the seventh thing you'll find in Jeremiah, 
32, and look with me in verse 41. Yea, I will rejoice over them to do them good, and I will plant them in this land, surely with my whole heart and my whole soul. Now, this psalm, all things work together for good to them who love the Lord. Turn with me to Psalms now, 134. Psalms 134, listen to this, just three little verses. Behold, bless ye the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, which by night stand in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth bless thee out of Zion. Romans 8:23. All things work together for good. God the Father rejoicing then in doing us good. I love the I wills is taught in the Bible. God said, and, and by the way, you'll find this truth all the way through the Bible. God always says, if you will, I will. He said, if you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, I shall be saved. He said, if you serve me, I'll bless you. And on and on and on. And I like to look up the will, the I wills of God. Every once in a while, I, I, I want to be reminded of my own self. Now, I've done the best I can for the Lord. I went through this life doing the best I can, serve the Lord the best I can. I want to know, like the two brothers that came to Jesus and said, Now, Lord, what are you going to do for me? I've served you. By the way, that's not wrong. That's not blasphemy. If I've served the Lord, I want to know, Lord, if I've served you, what are you going to do for me? And God always says, I'll not be a debtor to you. He will bless you on every side if you'll serve me. But what it demands out of us is worship of the Lord and service to the Lord. And when you do, He says, I'll bless you. Amen. And I'll take care of you. And I love to hear God said, I will. Amen. And by the way, when God says, I will, there ain't no man going to change it. He'll do it. Amen. Glad I'm saved tonight, aren't you? Stand with me, please. Continue. Be sure you take the prayer sheet. Pray for these uh, tonight, if you would, please. Heavenly Father, it's so good to be in this place for your people. It's so good to know in our hearts that we're blessed from on high, that you watch over us and keep us. The world can't claim that. The world don't even know what we're talking about when we say we've been blessed of God. But we have, and we want to thank you.